Welcome to the podcast for moms, where we believe not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Have a seat at the table with your hosts, Britt Fortunato, Tina Smith, and Betsy Pendergrass. We are moms of all ages talking about all the stages. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious chats, and occasional tears as we share with you all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Tina. I'm so glad that you're here with us. Go grab a cup of coffee or spot of tea and have a seat at the table. All of us are here today. I'm so excited. Yeah, back. Yay, Betsy. Yay. Welcome back. We're glad to have you with us. And Brittany's here. Hey, Brittany. Yeah. How Hello. are you doing? Great. Yes. She cried last week. Let's see what happens. This week. <laughs> <laughs> I cried a bunch last week, too. I just went on a podcast. Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy, you want to share with us what's been going on? I shared last week and asked people to pray for you, and I didn't go into any details because it's your story to tell. So, well, my stepfather, who has been instrumental in helping raise me, is very, very sick in the hospital, and they're going to send him home on hospice in the next couple of days. And so, we've been walking through um, lots of hospital stuff, and um. He's a Christian and he's looking forward to meeting Jesus. We're just praying that it is a peaceful home going for him in the meantime. So that's where I am. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so yeah. hard. That's so hard. It's hard. To... It's trying to, trying to figure out the, there's lots of joy and lots of sadness all at the same time. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we're praying for you. Thank you. And our listeners are praying for you. And so today we thought it might be a good idea to talk about prayer yeah. because, <laughs> because you, we're in a, a group together, Betsy and I are of other ministry leaders who we all minister together, which is so fun and so it cool. Is. And you put in there, I need your prayers. And we started praying for you and you said it almost instantaneously, something shifted in the spiritual realm. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I, like I've been reading the new book by Brene Brown called Atlas of the Heart. And I read the difference between um, stress and overwhelm. And now I know I was in overwhelm at that <laughs> point. And I did a cry out like, Hey, please pray. Like I'm having to go into the hospital and I'm like that morning I woke up crying. Mm. And so, um, when I did, it was absolutely, um, amazing. Like I literally felt a lifting off of myself and, uh, but felt lighter. And I knew the minute it happens because my friends were praying mm. and, I think that there are so many times in our lives where, okay, especially when you're in a place of trauma, you hesitate to say anything because you feel like I'm being too much. And so you don't want to keep saying stuff. And so we, we don't ask, or we just get so overwhelmed that we just don't think to ask or whatever. But 
Yo, <laughs> that's why we are a body of Christ. We need each other. And um, when we ask for prayer, things happen. Yeah, they do. And I'm so guilty of, like you said, like, I, I just feel like, well, what I'm going through is just going to be a, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, I don't need to ask for a prayer for that. Or I can just, I, I got this, right? I think it's that whole, I'll pray for myself. I'll pray myself through this and I've got this, but I don't really like reach out. And I think for me, speaking just for me, I think that's a pride issue on my own part. You know, like I'm just, I'm just one, you know, I'm just got this right. And I'm not going to bother other people with all of this. And then I find myself in a puddle on the floor you know, and I'm like, all right, I need to reach out. And it makes such a difference when you, there is definitely a shift when you have other people praying for you. But, you know, in both those, what you said and what I said, there's a requirement in it and it, it's either humility or vulnerability or both. But yeah, in both those places, it's a, it's a risk to ask. Yeah, I know. I said I've said it <coughs> before. Like we care about Aunt Mabel's wart, but we really need to be praying like specifically for, you know, having other people pray for our needs as well. I think it's easy to deflect. Well, I'm going to ask for prayer for somebody else, but that's really a deflection from me. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Like I'll go ask for a prayer for somebody else, but that'll, that'll make it so we don't have to look at what I'm going through right now. Yeah. I'm good at denial, by the way. I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows that about me, but I'm really good at denying when things are bad. Brittany, what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on prayer. <laughs> Excuse me. God bless you. Um, no, I, prayer is just, it's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. There are things in my life and I know we all have testimonies about prayer. Um, but there are things in my life that I have prayed over and over that I have literally prayed for people, said nothing to them, just specifically prayed for them. That's all I did. And, and very specific prayers, like detailed prayers and literally God has moved in those exact ways that I've prayed. Like you, I just, I've seen like shifts in people, like literally I'm telling you the way that I've prayed in details that nobody else would be able to, to do if if you know what I'm saying. So, and you know, I want to quickly shift over to another thought um, because I think right now, in our culture, we're obviously going through a lot, a lot of change, a lot of turmoil. And what I've noticed a lot is that when bad things happen, so many people will, you know, turn like shift to anger and say, well, prayer isn't working. It's just not working. Clearly it's not working. Well, the problem is, is I'm going to be straightforward. If that's what you believe, then you're ignorant to God's word. You can't claim something isn't working that you know nothing about. And the problem is, is that as, as a whole, we've, um, 
rejected God and his word and all that is good and pleasing and perfect. And we live as our culture lives in direct rebellion to him. We live in a deeply fallen world and sin has consequences, guys. Yeah, it does. And we're seeing that. And God is not a genie in a bottle. Like we live the consequences of our choices and our actions. Like we teach our kids this. Yeah. Yeah. We as adults also, (laughs) we go through that. Like we need to, we need to remember that. And you, and, and going into the the whole side of sin, I just want to make clear because I myself have experienced this in my own prayer life is that you cannot hold on to sin that you known sin. You cannot hold on to it and have an effective prayer life with our holy God that it, it doesn't work because unconfessed sin will hinder your prayer life. And those who are regularly confessing and repenting of their sin will bear much fruit through their prayer life. I have seen it in my own life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got rid of the, the crud, all of the layers of sin, and that I'm still getting rid of where I started to see fruit produce from my prayers and see my prayers become like powerful and effective. You have a you have to deal with all of the barriers between others that you've wronged and God. And then that's when, you know, you break down the walls because you, you can't you can ha- hold on to evil and go to, into the presence of a holy God and expect like magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, term, but. on the way across town last night, I was really worried about something as um, I was just praying, worried, stressing going over all the details. And the Lord was like, do you trust me? I was like, okay, yeah, I do. And so I was like, here I go again. I've gotten it, put myself in his place because I was trying to figure it all out. And so then I turned it back to prayer. It was like, Lord, like, I just give this to you. Like, I trust you with it. Like work this out. And just in a couple of hours, I saw that situation shift, but it was because I got out of my own way. I was standing in the way of him dealing with that. So when I began to pray, I began to co-labor with him in prayer for what it was he really wanted to do, but Mm -hmm. I had to get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that, you know, both of you have said that in two different ways. And that's so important, you know, that we, we get on our knees and we pray for what we want. And what we really need to do is get on our knees and pray for what God wants. Yeah. You know, and I like what Brittany said, God's not a genie in a bottle. And I think that's why the world gets so mad at him because they think he's a genie in the bottle and they ask for something that they want. I mean, Mm -hmm. we should be praying for what honor honors and glorifies God. That's what our prayers should be directed towards. And that's a shift you were talking about, Brett, when, when you shifted from your wants and praying selfishly. Yeah. And then started to pray for what God wants. That's when you really start seeing, I think those answers to prayer, but, you know, going back to what Betsy originally said, those are the people I want praying for me, right. (laughs) 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 That I know are, are praying for what honor honors and glorifies God. Yeah. And I think too, like, remember that the more that you are in the presence of the Lord. And the more that you pray and the more you go to him and the more you lean on him, the more you trust him, 
the more you're will, you're going to align with God's will and you're going to be praying according to God's will because what you want is what God wants when you become deeply connected with him. Right. He'll give you the desires of your heart when you delight in him. You know, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But that first part is the part we ignore, right? We all want the desires of our own fallen heart. No, I don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not anymore. I don't. Not anymore. But But I I do. Go ahead, Tina, finish that. But when we're delighting in him, that's when he gives us his desires. Our desires become his. And I love that about him. Go ahead, Bats. I'm sorry. I think there are, t- well, it kind of like piggybacks on what you were just saying. Like, I think there are times when we are in that sweet relationship with him and we're, you know, walking with him and he'll go, okay, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Like giving yeah. you an option mm-hmm. of things, but it's in those harder places where we need to lean on him so much because we need his wisdom. And yeah. sometimes we look with our eyes, with our physical eyes, and he sees a bigger picture than we can see. And sometimes we need a no <laughs> to our prayers because we don't see what's ahead down the road. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. It, I mean, you're talking, this is the raising kids on your knees chick over here. So <laughs> I'm all about some prayer and we just spent a week talking about prayer in the zoom room and that whole idea of being on praying ground and one, you know, Brittany mentioned having, um, our prayers are powerful and effective and it's getting yourself into that place where you're praying powerful and effective prayers, you know, and that requires the Lordship of Jesus Christ in your life and surrendering like, Lord, I'm coming. This is what's going on. This is what I would like to see happen, but I'm surrendering that to you, whatever your will is. That's what I really want. And, you know, I've seen, and y'all can tell me if you have seen the same, I have seen my prayer life like flex (laughs) and change (laughs) over the years. And, you know, there've been times where there's like this very specific list of things that I'm praying about exactly. And then there are times where the Lord is like, just be still, like put that Mm -hmm. thing to the side like just pr- let's just talk and let's just mm-hmm. and and it, it it changes and so and sometimes he goes back to the one thing and then back to another thing and it's just like being willing to um walk out our prayer in a relationship or talking with him just like we sit and talk with each other like we don't want a formula we don't want this to be a checked box. We want this to be a relationship. And so um, as the more we grow in our relationship with him, I think the deeper our prayer life becomes because we trust him more. We know, you know, we, I don't know why, but what y'all speak to that. Have y'all seen your prayer? (laughs) I was just thinking like, I've been praying consistently um, probably for almost 20 years now with a journal, right? I started prayer journaling change it, transform my prayer lives, my prayer life. But I have boxes of these journals. Sorry, Britt, you're going to have those when I die. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) Go through all those, but you will be able to look from the very first prayer journal that I started to my journals today and see a progression of my relationship with Jesus Christ and how my prayers have changed over the years. And that, and there's, I'd almost, it's like, I should get those out because it's probably a really cool snapshot of what 
my prayer life has looked like. So that's honestly, that's what I want to speak to for moms who maybe haven't taken that step yet and they're not prayers, right? Or they've tried praying and it hasn't been what they've thought it should be or whatever. Let's practically speak into this whole idea of prayer. Like, where does it start and how do you get it going? And how do you get to those places where you're seeing, like Brittany said, amazing answers to prayer where you haven't said a word, but you've talked to God about it and God's moving in miraculous ways. Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> I know you're like, <laughs> no, no. Cause I just wanted to touch quickly on what you said, Betsy, really quick, just because like, it's, I've been like going through that myself lately where it's like, you said you, you know, you have your consistent prayers. Like I've got my same consistent prayers, um, bullet points that I like to address. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I also have moments, like you said, where it's like, God's just like, just, just like, what's on your mind? Like, just be real. Like, just have a conversation. Yeah. It's so true because I'm the same way. So like in the morning, I, I just to like be real with you <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> I get up and I do like, I have a, like a set, not, not exactly to a T the same thing every morning, but I, I have similar bullet points. I, like I said, like that I get to, but then, you know, throughout the day, like I also just have conversations. Like if something's bothering me or if, if I see something or notice something or someone's been laid on my heart, like I just talk and I just give it all to him. And at nighttime, so many times I'll just sit on my bed and just cry, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. get everything off my chest and unload and, and then, you know, go to bed with like peace and, and joy. And I don't know. I just, I like how you brought that up. Cause it's so true. Don't like, let's not just focus on like our bullet point checklist prayers every single day. Okay. I did it. I did it. I did it. Like, where's my fruit? Like, (laughs) let's also be in relationship with him because he wants you to be real. He knows what you're thinking before you think it guys. Like you're not hiding from him. So just be real. Just lay it out on the table. When I first started, I would put like, this is like very early praying. And I would put the prayer on one side of the paper. And then whenever the answer came, I would write, the answer on the other side of the paper. And I would put the date of the prayer and the date of the answer. And I mean, looking back at those journals now, I go, okay, that's so cool because I could see, so, I mean, everything got answered and um, not always the way I thought it would, but everything got an answer. And, um, and that was good. That was like a great place for me to start. And it grew my faith because I would yeah. see you know, the Lord working and it made me like, oh, he is working in my life. But now, like where I am today, I don't know how long, much later, but a long time, <laughs> I like when my kids come in and they say, oh gosh, mom, such, 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 and I go, okay. And we pray right then. And I just, I pray over whatever the thing is, because I want my kids to mm-hmm. hear me speaking with the Lord out yeah. loud. I yeah. want them to know uh, that there is a relationship there. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they get to see the answers to those prayers. That's what's so cool. Anybody who knows Betsy personally will know that Jesus is always somewhere wherever you are, because she'll just start praying. <laughs> so, like you'll be in the middle of a conversation and all of a sudden Betsy's talking to Jesus. And I'm like, okay, but I love that. <laughs> 
I heard a lady, a missionary say this Sunday, I heard her say, I don't want to talk about him like he isn't in the room. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But Betsy, that has been such an encouragement to me. Now I find my, like, I'll be in the car with Rod and we'll be talking about something. Then I start praying about it to Jesus. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, I'm just talking to Jesus. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And they're, you know, and they don't have, I think one of the things for me is you hear people who have been praying for years and I, I have some people in my, in my life who are really prayer warriors and you listen to them praying. You're like, I can't pray like that. So you don't pray. Right. And it really is very simple. You know, I I remember we were in the car the other day and I said, okay, Lord, here we go. Go with us, go before us and, and help us to walk through what we're about to walk through. And, and that's all I said. And that was a prayer, but you know, I think it's first or second Thessalonians five seventeen. I can't remember if it's first or second, but, um, it says pray without ceasing and it's, it should be just something we're doing throughout our day. Jesus is, you know, we have the Holy spirit. First of all, we have the Holy spirit in us. So we're praying in the spirit through the name of Jesus Christ to God, the father, we have the whole entire Trinity involved in this prayer right there. It's right there. The whole entire Trinity is right here. And all we need to do is just start talking to Jesus. Yeah. Just like we're we're talking right now. And we're women. We got words, right? Yeah. And And he wants to hear from you. Yes. Brittany's raising her hand. Yes. I just (laughs) want a quick reminder. Everyone needs to remember that prayer will do more change in your heart than anything. Remember that God wants to change you mm-hmm. and that's what prayer is going to do. I promise you. Yeah. I find that a, a lot. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. Yep. And I, I find like we that- should change the title. It's a relationship. <laughs> it really is. It's just talking to God. It's that simple, right? Yes. It's our primary way of expressing our emotion to God. And it's our primary way of hearing what he has to say about all of that. You know, and I think we try to, it's like Britt said, sometimes I just sit on the side of my bed and cry. That's appropriate in the hall and the kitchen, the car. (laughs) It's It's okay. It's all good. (laughs) We just, I think we just need to start. And I really do encourage people to, to grab a journal like go find a fun journal, something. I always go to TJ Maxx or Marshall's and grab one of their cool journals there. They're cheap and get some fun pens, you know, maybe who you pray for, you make everybody a different color. I don't know. Some people are artistic like that. I enjoy doing it that way, but just start and, you know, grab your journal, get it out every morning. I think Jesus is our greatest example of what prayer is supposed to look like. And he prayed, he got up every morning, early in the morning and went and talked to his dad and got his or all night off. long. <laughs> he did. He did. You know, right. and he was just always honest with him. I mean, you look at the garden of Gethsemane and he said, you know, take this cup for me. This is, this is what's going on. Lord father, he's saying, father, this is what's going on. This is what I'd like you to do yet. Your will be done. And I think he's just our greatest example of what prayer looks like and how to do it and when to do it. And I think we just need to be obedient to that. I know it's not easy getting up when you have young children and, but 
Yeah. And Brittany, Brittany knows that we know that Betsy, we've been there. And, um, but I think it's vital that we spend those first waking moments with our savior. All right, Tina, you want to pray for everybody? I'd love to heavenly father, Lord, thank you so much for each person who is listening. Lord, we, um, appreciate them so much. Lord, I ask that as they take this next step this week to, be consistent in prayer and pray to you and just talk to you throughout the day that Lord Jesus, you would be real to them. I know that you long to do that. You long to hear from us. You long to hear our voices. And I thank you and praise you for that. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time together today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We know your time is valuable and we want to thank you for spending some of it with us today. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Have a great day, and we will see you again next week.